what do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. Hey everyone, it's Rachel Silver Cohen, and I'm here with Dr. Boca. It is Wednesday, so that means it's unpolished therapy time. What's up, Dr. Boca? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing great. Today is our last session. Our last session of season two. Can you believe it? No, I'm so excited. This is music to my ears. I can't believe we made it through another season. We made it through another season. And you know what's even better than making it through season one? Making it through season two at a time when it seems like people are being canceled left and right. So I'm pretty grateful. Oh my God. I am so grateful. And I'm even more grateful that you just said that because this is something that I have been struggling with since I agreed to do the podcast. I struggle every day trying to make sure that what I'm saying isn't offending somebody, isn't bothering somebody, isn't being disrespectful, is doesn't have judgment laid into it, is still honest and authentic and sincere and consistent with my values and my beliefs and my professionalism and my identity and all of these things. And I seriously sit here and I know that when I approached you about doing this, we wanted this by definition to be unpolished. That is why we are unpolished and to be authentic and real. And I just find that it is so hard because I'm holding my breath that the ethics board isn't going to come and take away my license or that I'm not going to say something that somebody's going to misconstrue or take too personally. And they're going to shut us down and not listen to us. I mean, I live with this angst and yet I feel so determined and so focused and uh, have such conviction about bringing a podcast to other people that is really genuine and sincere and true to who I am and what I represent. So I'm glad you brought this up because I'm struggling. Well, here's the thing. I don't think it's just you that's struggling, right? And of course, we don't want the ethics board coming in and, and stripping you from all your credentials. But globally, we're, we're seeing it, okay? Mm-hmm. We're in this place right now. And I don't even know how we got there, but we're here where whether you are a podcaster, whether you are a host of a television show, whether you are a comedian, for that matter, whether you are a news anchor, whether you are a writer for a paper, whether you are just anyone, everyone has a magnifying glass on them. And what comes out of their mouth and their opinions are being taken to such a degree where if it's not the popular choice, if you will, you're being stricken, right? You're being canceled, so they say, this cancel culture. And so it, it, it isn't just you. I think we're all feeling it. And, you know, we're, we're living in a world where the freedom to be able to say whatever it is, even if it is off-putting, that I can understand. You, you don't want to have the intent to harm anyone or to be disrespectful, but to just speak your truths and speak your mind and then be so worried that someone's going to come in and drop the hammer. That's the piece that, you know, that's unpolished in and of itself, right? The, 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 the worry with that. Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're heightening our anxiety to such a level, but like, you know, whatever happened to humor? 
right? Just the pure joy of laughing. And yes, sometimes it's at the expense of somebody else, but we're laughing for a reason because it is funny. And sometimes, even though it's a little, I don't know, unpolished, right? Mm -hmm, I hate mm -hmm. to use that word over and over again, but unpolished, it is funny. And sometimes collectively, we need to not take ourselves so seriously and to find some humor and outlet and joy in this process. And, you know, I take pride in myself as a therapist of being very authentic and very much, this is who I am. And I am modeling for my patients that nobody's perfect. Nobody's always polished. Nobody has all their shit together. And I do believe that my patients appreciate that about me versus some other people that are minding their P's and Q's so carefully that it's almost like talking to a wall because there's no, there's no authenticity. There's no genuineness in the relationship. Well, we're in this time now, right? Where, where we are in the world, this like pro forma, if you will, of just being polite and doing the quote unquote right thing and following these guidelines that have been set down that we, we thought we were following. And I think humor, I mean, to your point before, yeah, I mean, now there's rules and regs with trying to tell a joke or be funny and we're not comedians or whatnot, but I, I certainly wouldn't want to be an up and coming comedian in today's world because I would be petrified to say anything that would offend someone else. And that's not to say that I don't respect this cultural reckoning that we're having sure. for trying to reshape something that was already broken. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I respect that. I think that there's almost like a confusion between the two where we want to do right by people. People and things and society and topics and ideas. But at the same time, we're concerned that if we're authentic about it, we've done wrong by somebody or something or so on and so forth. Does that make sense? It does. And, you know, as you were saying that, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, this is the theme of Rachel's life. It's moderation, right? I think where the confusion's happening is it's all or none. And I think that we have to find a place of moderation because some of the things, like I want to be respectful. I believe I am a respectful, caring, authentically good person. I don't try to hurt other people. I don't try to, you know, live through stereotypes. I'm not, I don't, I don't try to carry around biases. I don't try to exploit people. That's, that's not who I am. Right. But I believe that as we're trying to shake up the system and rectify the wrongs that have happened, we've like overcompensated to the point where some of the things that we're doing right now, I just, I don't understand them. Like, it doesn't make sense to me logically. Like a comedian shouldn't be able to have a job because they said something that was funny a year ago, but it's no longer funny anymore when the intention was really to just bring humor in somebody's life. I just think that we haven't found that middle ground yet where we can kind of hold both together and live harmoniously with it. And that's sad to me. It's really, really sad. I agree. I think for our purposes, though, we still have to toe the line in the sense that we want to we wanna sh shed 
positivity and the hope that we're not going to give up. Okay. We want to say anything, right? I mean, that's our freedom and we want to put our stuff out there and we want to be big and bold and loud and proud. And we want to be unpolishedly polished and polishedly unpolished, but we want to do it in a way where we're still being empathetic right? And the word compassion has been floating around more than ever before uh, over the last year or so. So we want to be mindful of that, but we don't want to lose our sense of self. So part of who I am, and again, maybe it gets me in trouble from time to time, maybe now in today's world of this cancel culture, potentially I run a greater risk of being true to myself and staying authentic with that in mind. But maybe we have a responsibility to just keep it in mind or to, you know, we joke with our disclaimers, right? With your license, right? We, We, you know, we say every week, everyone out there, listen, here's what we're talking about. This is what we're saying. We're being authentic. However, however, and here's the big butt in the room. We don't want to lose licenses. We don't want to lose that credibility. We don't want to get canceled Mm -hmm. for having an opinion. So I, I do think the name of the game per se is the respect piece reminding ourselves and people out there about kindness does matter and kindness does come first. And certainly while we don't want to lose a sense of humor and we certainly don't want to all become these robotic human beings of just following one way and that's the only way. But, you know, some of it is risk-taking. You still want to be able to put yourself out there and share your thoughts and opinions and do it in a way where you feel like you're touching souls and you're impacting others. You're making people think about whatever the topic at hand is. You're able to, quote unquote, say anything because you feel Mm -hmm. anything. And it is a slippery slope in today's world. But again, here we are putting ourselves out there and we've come full circle with the second season of all the things we've talked about, whether it is, you know, falling short and measuring our successes or how we handle life and death or privacy and secrets. We want to be authentic, but we want to be mindful to have that compassion piece and that empathetic bone in doing so. Yeah. And I think you hit on something that our theme throughout all of this, right, was finding, striking that balance, like you said, but the theme is being compassionate to ourselves, being compassionate to other people, having empathy, being kind. Like that is what all of our themes are. And we went through them in very unpolished ways sometimes to get to the heart of the matter. And we did it with humor and people were probably offended. If I said something about, you know, I can think about one episode in particular where somebody pointed out a different side for me about the thank you notes right? That I might have in my um, explanation as to why this child wrote the two-sentence thank you note that I bashed on a parent, right? And I shouldn't have bashed on the parent. Like that parent might be very offended, might have hung up the, like, do you hang up a podcast? A podcast? I don't know. I don't know. But maybe they would have hung up the podcast on me, right? They could have slandered me. They could have put on social media, you are judgmental, F word, and I no longer will take any advice that you give, or I'm not going to listen, whatever the case may be. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I was judgmental in that situation. And I am wrong, but I am also leading with, I am not perfect. And I think that if we all go through life with that implicit understanding or explicit at this point, but implicit understanding that we have rights of freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of blah, 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 blah. And in those rights, we are going to come at it from trying to be as compassionate and understanding 
and open-minded and as willing to learn as we are to share and work together, we can find that sweet spot. Getting rid of one over the other, like getting rid of humor, getting rid of any comment that comes along as judgmental. I can't be that person because I'm not perfect. So if everybody just knows that inherently that is the place that at least unpolished therapy is coming from, that we are always trying to lead with kindness, lead with authenticity, lead with humanity, lead with just... Lead, we're, yeah, leading with kindness. an open heart and an open mouth. Exactly. Like <laughs> right? we can find that. And I really feel like we should put out into the world of the cancel culture that like, look, we took stabs at some really difficult topics. We brought them together in a way that we were all of those things like compassionate and careful and kind and authentic and genuine, along with being honest and at times maybe rude and off unpolished. I'm going to use unpolished, not any other off. And we figured out a way to bring two people that are unpolished, that are imperfect, who have differing views, differing values coming from different places. And we figured it out without having to be canceled. If we can be a microcosm for the bigger world, maybe this cancel culture wouldn't be such a threat in the back of our heads all the time. Yeah. Listen, I mean, if we could be the litmus test on that, terrific. I don't know that I want to give us that much credit. No, I do. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, if you want to give us credit, then (laughs) by all means, give us credit. I just want to put out there that the freedoms to be able to say what's on your mind is such a great, beautiful freedom, right? And I don't want to dumb that down. Right. I really don't. And being able to say anything is such a it seems in today's world like a luxury item. I don't want to take advantage of that. I want to be compassionate and empathetic and understanding of these big picture topics out there. But I also want us to be true to who we are and our foundation because it does come from a place of truths and loves and only for the greater good not to be harsh and hateful. And I think that's the foundation that we lead from. And so you're absolutely right. And I think that this is a a, a huge issue in today's world is this this right or this freedom of speech and of press. We're losing that. We're losing that day in and day out. And it's doing a disservice to our country because the things that we are needing to hear and the things that we are wanting to hear and read and see, we're no longer getting to do that. And so what happens is when you start taking that away, different opinions are gone. There's no dialogue anymore. There's one way and one way only. And I don't think anybody wants that. I don't think that that's, look, can we do better? Sure, we can do better. Can we work harder at improving the systemic issues that are at hand in our society? Absolutely. Can we do that though by just not being able to talk anymore? No, I disagree. We can't do that. Yeah. Well, and I'm agreeing with you, but I was about to say that good. So on our next season, in order to keep the conversations going and to respect the fact that people have varying opinions and to not cancel as a result of not seeing eye to eye on everything, it'll be a fun challenge for us to kind of mix it up a little bit and have some topics where maybe we don't see eye to eye or we have other people on board that we're going to stir the pot a little bit in the spirit, always in the mindful spirit of 
of positivity, but in kind of understanding different perspectives as unpolished as they may be and living to see another day, right? So that's exciting. Yeah, it's actually literally like drawing on the calendar. You know, we lived another day. We yeah, just another we made it through episode. another week, you know? And and listen, criticism, I've said from day one, even back in the day with, with the blog, you know, criticism is how you do better, mm-hmm. right? Because if we're in a one-noted world where everyone is just agreeing with everything that you're writing or everything that you're saying, how vanilla is that? And that's not what we're looking for. Now, granted, we're not looking to stir the pot just for the sake of stirring the pot. It's got to be a topic that you're passionate about, that you take pride in, that you, you, that's fueling your fire. And I think that that's what's been so fun about the topics that you and I have talked about and that we hope we continue to talk about on a go forward. But for now, I'm just going to say that I think season two, you know, we got through it unscathed and we were able to quote unquote say anything. And Mm -hmm. I respect the listeners out there that stuck their two cents in and gave us their feedback, be it good, bad or unpolished. And, you know, so huge shout out to everyone. And we are going to take some time off between season two and season three to really push the envelope, right? Mm -hmm. In, In an unpolished way. But to push that envelope and to really kind of come up with ways where we can stay relevant in this world that really has gotten a lot more polished when Mm -hmm. we are trying to be more unpolished and kind of, we want to find that balance and we want to do a little homework on that before we just, you know, dive right back in. So I hope that you folks will be gracious with us and respect the pause that we want to take so that we can come back stronger and better than ever while still being unpolished in a world that seems to be canceling left and right. Yes. And again, our audience, our listeners has been have been amazing and the feedback's been great, but we can always use more feedback. So this is the perfect time as Rachel and I go back into creating and coming up with what season three is going to look like and push that envelope. We want to hear from you guys. What do you want us to focus on? Where do you want us to push the envelope? Because I know where I want to push the envelope and I know where Rachel might want to push the envelope. But the truth of the matter is, if it's not meaningful to you guys, it's not meaningful to to do a podcast on it. You know, so just like I would say to my patients, you know, we're going where you want to go. Like, I don't have an agenda here. I don't want to have an agenda in my podcast either. So our, our podcast. So help a therapist out here and give us some ideas, give us some questions and let us run with it to try to give you as our unpolished take on it. Absolutely. So listen, everyone out there, we just want to take a final note to thank everyone for sticking around with Dr. Boca and myself for season two, what I think has been a great unpolished season and certainly looking forward to what's to come in season three. I know that I'm looking forward to spinning my wheels and Dr. Boca's wheels out of control. And we hope you'll come along for the ride. We know there's lots more in store for all of us ahead. And from Dr. Boca and myself, thank you for listening to season two of Unpolished Therapy. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone, like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, 
and break down all the wreckage. 